1: Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Mark and joining me today we got James. Hello. How's it going, man?
2: It's going pretty good.
1: So fun story about you we've known each other for a good handful of years we've actually even met in person we met through lore and one time i went down to florida and we
2: hung out and it was pretty fucking sweet <laughs> yeah i did and i got I, and i had you uh look at my sink because i couldn't I <laughs> oh,
1: yeah no it was sweet it was a good time We went out from like milkshakes and shit and then we fixed a sink and uh went to a nice little like uh game store it's pretty cool
2: yeah I was like, yeah, I never met you, man, but we had chatted a bunch. I was like, can you help me with my sink?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And now yeah. you're doing me a favor by helping me on Lorehammer Listener Lore. We're going to read some uh, short stories today. Uh, we got two orc ones, so they should be fun. Yep. Let's, um, let's do this. The first one is written by Chuya Armoff, and... Uh, this is a very interesting lore it's not like what i've kind of read before he kind of wrote an email that had his lore in it um he also wrote in there that he's quite dyslexic so i'm just going to read how it's written and if it comes off kind of clunky and weird let's just give the guy some grace but uh yeah let's let's see what he wrote and how he wrote this and where it's going to go was it chew
2: your arm off is that what you
1: said uh yeah chew your arm off (laughs) cool Okay, for a long time, I had an orc war boss in my mind. He's always been the leader of my army. He was represented in a mini long lost a time, probably shot with a BB gun in my teen angsty rage against everything phase. Throughout time, no matter what army I collect, he's there. He was always a very big orc, and it had reasons. The more I've learned over the years, the more he's evolved. He's become a prime orc, or he's becoming a prime orc. Anyways, here's the rough story. Goraz Manda's Ripdig Gimtog. Rip pronounced Rip. <laughs> you may think of why I had two. I then it's black speech. I know you're a LRT guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. The next guys Gorga Goraz Grimtog or just Goraz for ease. So this is the two that he's talking about.
2: Hey, is he like describing his models real quick? Um, uh, or he schedule?
1: does? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, he does get into like some more actual like narrative writing, but okay. I just want to make sure I was following. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a twenty foot tall snake bike orc as a basic to get it going. He's from a pharaoh planet where it never mattered. He grew big, not primarch sized large War Boss. constant fighting with an unknown blue-shelled invertebrate Xenos race. Thanks for the in-depth, fleshed out new Xenos description, GW. The race is from Trazan the Infinite Prismatic Galleries, one of which features the mentioned Xenos race battling an orc warband. Speaking of Trazan, I'll get back to him later. Anyway, you have a huge missing chunk in the, his lore at the moment. He leaves the planet on a pilgrimage, kind of a thing as a large but not prime orc. He is traveling the galaxy, spreading the word of Gazkil Meg-Urk Thraka, trying to send orc warbands to support him in an effort to create the biggest war of all time. Not because of the prophecy or wanting orcs to rule the galaxy, just because he thinks it will be a good bit of fun. He will challenge the war bosses who don't want to go and beat his message into the... And the... Sorry, it's very hard to read, but you know it's all good. Uh, and send the war band with or without the war boss on its way. It's this crumping war bosses that allowed him to grow so large. He leads a small war band, a lot of which is made up of various species and squigs, as he doesn't want to be a hypocrite and to keep too many boys from gas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Like that?
1: <laughs> uh. His warband will include an undesigned mech boy of some description in case the boys he's sending are not space travel familiar. I know the knowledge will knock in them, but the mech can help them. He has an arm off. In the words of Shaun of the Dead, he was trying to convince the squig taming war boss to go. And he said he would, but wanted evidence of how well he had trained his squigs of he was going to take his word. And much in the vein of tear with the phoenician wolf in norse mythology he put his hand in the mouth to prove it wouldn't bite his hands that feeds it it fed on his hand the, the other war boss howled in laughter until he was beaten with the remaining hand of the prime mark. that's a rough light outline here's where the looting comes in i listened to your imperial Nighthouse episode it was fascinating Much like I've done here, a bit rambly, but that's to get the info in. What I like is that with your permission to ditch the blue-shelled Xenos and have him start in your world. He leaves anyway, so it won't have too much impact, but he can have been fighting the horrible robot animals on your planet. That's why he gets so big and strong, and a snake bite would suit the pseudo-medieval world you've expertly crafted. And you can use him in your RPG as the war boss. Doesn't matter if you kill him, plot armor. I asked because I have a working on a mini for him using my new grown-up skills and bank account and face the internet's proper thing. Now, meaning it's easy to source all sorts of mini. I upload on Instagram account, uh, blah, 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 blah.
2: Just talk about Instagram. Oh, Mark, Mark yeah. is this lore or is this like an email to you? Uh, like all the lores are sent in email. So this is like part email, part lore. It's not as. Nice. <laughs> it's like all jumbled up. So, like, I'm. Yeah. I start to like, okay, I, I, he's talking about his guys. And then <laughs> I think he was explaining to you something about Gaskell Thraka, but maybe I'm mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to give this guy a hard time. But <laughs> and then he now he's like, I'm <laughs> talking Watch about. Watch your it. planet. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'm just making sure I'm not crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like no, you're day, not crazy. Okay. Uh, we're going to jump back to Trazan now. Back to Trazen. And I am being the worst kind of person with my butt orcs attitude because they're my boys. You mentioned I'm paraphrasing. The most interesting thing in this collection is a giant man in Baroque power armor. What about a 12-foot cork in power armor? More advanced than Astartes power armor. If that's canon, not true. Now I apologize. As so far, as so far I know I'm behind. You've mentioned your dislike of the if-all orcs got together now they won't like categorically won't. but if they ever did it would be impressive but i think something new would have to unlock in the brain a much greater threat but they did have a huge empire with all the clans were united after the war in heaven the only reason i bring this up is when they started disturbing each other and fighting an ongoing war and all that shit the orcs referred to the big party it amuses me greatly okay so that is his lore um there's some cool stuff in there but like you were kind of saying like you need to it needs to be tightened up like if it he wrote an email which is fine but you
2: know yeah yeah, maybe he um what i would suggest is write back with just the lore yeah 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 yeah. that other or yeah just do that because
1: yeah uh, kind of cut some of that uh preambly rambly stuff and yeah um but the cool stuff that we're, was in here um i really did like that line about gaskill Thraka so this guy he basically wants to send as many orc boys as he can to gaskill to to create the biggest wog or whatever he doesn't really care what happens he just thinks it's a good time but in his army he doesn't like using boys because he wants to send all those boys to gaskill so then he comes up with like yeah we use a lot of squigs and we use a lot of um, what was the other thing he said?
2: What was the hypocrite part? What was that about?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was he didn't want to be a hypocrite by keeping all the boys to his own army when he knows there's the big wog he's trying to support. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> that's kind of funny. I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find where he said. So he he mentioned a lot about primarchs and stuff. Do you know much about them? The primarch
2: yeah the, the prime work is uh man i read that series a long time ago it's just yeah. like a like a super orc, basically right yeah 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 i
1: always thought it was kind of a weird addition um of course yeah yeah it, it seems strange but whatever um, i
2: actually thought it was cool though like honestly like that series i forget what it's called but there was the, like a feast
1: Beast arises i think
2: yeah i yeah. actually it's like um i think it falls in the vein of like the Bolter porn thing, maybe a little bit, but I, I liked it. I didn't mind that. I remember I read those books, but it's been a while. Too.
1: Yeah, I heard there was a couple like really cool scenes and stuff, and like lots of cool stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: like I can't even remember. How, you know what's crazy is I can't remember how they killed that thing. Or if yeah, they killed it.
1: there was two of them. So I remember one of them, Vulcan tackled into like uh, some type of plasma generator, and that killed him. And then yeah, and there
2: was a there was a bunch of like, and then in in that series. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. So it was like kind of like a Godzilla yeah. like type of deal, which made mm-hmm. it cool. It was like it was entertaining, you know, it wasn't um, like the horse heresy at all, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um the other thing in this lore, he kept on mentioning treyzen and I'm not quite sure why he was doing that really. Um, maybe one of his guys is like
2: doesn't Traizen like put people in a little cube or something like
1: that? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. on there.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that I, I got to look into a lot more is uh, that alien race he was talking about, the blue shelled alien race.
2: Dude, he might be talking about. Um, what else did he say about the blue shelled alien race? Did he say anything else, or he just said it like that?
1: Um, this race is from Trezan, the Infinite Prismatic Galleries, one that features the mentioned race battling an orc war band.
2: I'm thinking of. Um... I'm thinking of these, I think that they were like kind of like beetle kind of creatures. Yeah,
1: huge be- shelled invertebrates, you know, straight.
2: Some listeners are going to freak out, but there, <laughs> there's a horse heresy, there's like a planet in one of the heresy books. It yeah. might be like the Alpha Legion one, but I can't remember. But there's like a planet where the the like Imperium shows up and there's like all these warnings from like a, I don't know, aliens or something or elder. Oh yeah, or murder. No. The planet murder. Yeah, murder. <laughs> are those the aliens from? Yeah, it's called. Is it really called murder? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, um, is that the aliens from murder? Maybe. I don't know.
1: Um. I don't know. I don't ever recall hearing them being blue shelled, but who fucking knows? This was the crazy. I think this was the craziest email I've gotten here.
2: Yeah, they um, were bugs, dude. They were called yeah. mega.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> spiders. Yeah. Okay.
1: Whatever. Okay. Well, uh, that was that lore. Thank you for uh, sharing Chew Your Arm Off. Um, yeah, my suggestion is just tighten it up a little bit. I know in your email, you're kind of hoping for my feedback. There's my feedback. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, write more lore. Real write story. more lore.
1: Yeah, just lore.
2: <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, do you want to read the next
1: one? This one is um written by oh my email's just loaded okay you can start reading i'll say who it's written by later
2: <laughs> okay yeah it doesn't say who it's written by
1: yeah.
2: nasgat cr- crimson lonza I'm, <laughs> I'm totally butchering that
1: <laughs> and this is by nicholas
2: by nicholas okay While most of all orc war bosses take pride in their sense of hierarchy and domination and miss their ranks, Nazgat, I'm just going to say it how I say it, Crimson is no such boss. Being a common grot, oh, he's a grot, look at that. Wait. Look at that. Being a common (laughs) grot has dealt Nazgat an otherwise unfortunate hand in his upbringing. So I guess he has a grot, look at that. From being a lowly expendable runt forced into impossible situations by his runt hurt to being one of the many members of the green tide to be left behind on a, on a decimated planet ravaged by his own tribes. I'm not yelling Wog, but (laughs) (laughs) All right. Amidst the rubble and carnage of a dying planet, Nazgat knew that something needed to be done in order to rally his fellow dying grots and orcs to fight another day. Using his lesser grot cunning to his advantage, he coaxed his comrades. Is that coaxed? Okay. What are we he coaxed his comrades into building shelter and corralling runaway squigs to feed his small band of survivors. The beaten and battered orcs of the group were shocked to see such tenacity and mental fortitude from such a or from a simple grot, and began to and began to treat Nazgat as one of their own and even held him to the standard of a leader amongst the orcs. The small tribe of orcs thrived under their new leadership and were even able to expand their numbers by rallying and or subjugating feral orcs uh, that began appearing from the orcish spores left over from the wog that put them there in the first place. Nazgat adapted to his new role and began arming himself with the fittings of a proper war boss. Nazgat sought out the largest of his, of his group's squigs and trained it to be capable of mounting and equipped it with the biggest DACA guns he could salvage. He clad himself in custom grot armor from head to toe and looted his former runt herd's grot prod for his own making, or for his own making and it, making it his primary weapon while mounted on his squig. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Nazgat decreed that his tribe was a proper war band and decided to name it the Crimson Gits, represented by a crude black triangle on a crimson banner. Each point representing a crucial cast member of the Orc race Squig, Gras, and Orc. Oh, that's, I like that the most, I think. Yeah, cool. That's a thought, not. Okay. Now, Nazgat's Crimson Gits wage war on any planet they can get their claws on while rallying more orcs and grots to fight under the Crimson Banner as equal members of the greater goal of spilling blood for Gork and Mork. Any opposition from orc, man, or beast will be met with the end of his lance or worse, the maw of his mount. The end.
1: Cool. Uh, That was a cool story. I always enjoyed the the, uh, grot
2: uprisings and whatever. I like um I like uh I like that he put thought into the uh the banner. I thought that was cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a very cool, cool banner. Um yeah, and he, he just rides around on a on a squig with a spear. That's fucking sweet.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then there was something else in here. I'm trying to see it was mm-hmm. I just find it weird that like a grot becomes a boss, but anything's possible, I guess.
1: Yeah. Anything's All possible. Right. Yeah.
2: And they seem a little progressive so that they, you know, cause he's a grot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a couple lines there. He said Equal that they members. Their war band. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's
1: cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's always funny to see how these grots get into power. So this guy literally kind of um, just kind of, gave his guys confidence <laughs> he coaxed his comrades into the building of the shelter
2: you know positivity goes a long way
1: positivity goes this a long way. way
2: this should be this is how the imperium should be run like you know you <laughs> have your annual like uh what's it called like when your boss like reviews you or whatever yeah yeah. yeah. like it's probably so difficult in the imperium but in in this work warband is probably like super positive so he's like yeah Nasgas really uplifting his, his boys. So I, yeah. Li- I like him. Yeah, just
1: give a guardsman the chance just one day to run the Imperium and see what happens.
2: Just say, hey, man, you're doing a good job. You're doing and a good job.
1: A <laughs> 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 Jeez.
2: Um, one thing I wanted to say about this story, though, that would have been cool is if from, they didn't, he didn't explain how they got off the planet.
1: That would be... Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like they, yeah. It could yeah. just be as easy as they eventually just built a ship, but it would have been cool to hear. Well,
2: yeah, you could do all kinds of stuff. Yeah,
1: you yeah. know, there's a classic like Space Hulk arrives and they hop on that.
2: Yeah. They, they built like they figured out rocket science again, and then they launched <laughs> themselves into a Space Hulk would be cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it took many launches to realize that you needed to build the spaceship. They just started launching orcs in the space without a ship first. Oh, they keep going.
2: Or they like made their planet into a rock. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, or just that kind one. Of yeah. <laughs> <It's so cool. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fuck. I love it. Cool.
1: Uh, yeah, cool little uh, cool little lore today. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if I have much else to say about it.
2: Yeah, no, me neither.
1: Cool. Well, thanks, uh, you guys, for sharing. Uh, thanks, James, for joining me. Yep. I hear you've you been working on a banger of some lore.
2: I, I have been. I will be making my first submission soon, the first amongst many, so I'm excited. <laughs> uh, the title is Astartes, a love well, story. I actually have my first title. Okay. Actually, no, no, I can't. I can't give it out. <laughs> okay. I to, yeah, I want to remain anonymous. So I'm okay to... okay
1: yeah 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 fair enough. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you all on the next episode of Lorehammer Listener Lawyer. Take care.